0: Hey there, everybody. Uh, welcome back to Beers and Careers. I'm your host, Mark Agostinelli, and uh, today's episode is brought to you by the Davis Companies for all your technical staffing solutions, www.daviscos.com, that's D-A-V-I-S-C-O-S.com. Check them out. Um, they, our guest today is someone I actually went to high school with, um, but we then didn't really connect for, I guess, 10, 12, almost 15 years. So. Um, Mark Dundaro, uh we, ha- we had a great conversation. We talked a lot about his path, TV and radio. He always wanted to be in sports journalism. We talked about how he made it, came up through that. Um, definitely um, grinded for years, getting into that. Uh, we, we hit um, we, we, he's in a bit of a transition now. We talked about that. We talked about the lack of creativity from um, a producer in the TV spotlight and how, the rigor that's uh that goes into producing those things and but what I, we also talked a lot about high school uh and not the boring stuff but honestly really how impactful um some of those years were on the rest of our lives which is really interesting when you when you unpack that so hope you enjoyed it as much as we did we uh we're loud guys you know not the smartest guys in the room but definitely the loudest guys in the room so i hope you enjoyed uh we definitely did Hey, welcome back to the podcast, everybody that's listening, and uh, welcome, Mr. Mark Gondaro. Thanks, Mark. Good to be with you. I'm glad to have you here. appreciate it. Your beer of choice, Oktoberfest. I can't thank you enough for this. Gets me in the right mindset. Well, that's perfect, right? it's A it, so. L- little uh, little uh, loosen up a little bit on a Thursday. It was Wednesday. Oh, my God. I wish it was Thursday. Um, so, diving in, Mark is uh, Mark's a high school buddy. Uh, we reconnected after, what, 15 years? About well, 15 years we didn't talk. <laughs> we didn't, it wasn't malicious or yeah, anything like that. It like, was just, you know, you go just ways. Ways, yeah. And uh, through the podcast, I was actually thinking about, you know, the podcast uh, was really born out of a desire to document conversations with people that have career paths that are non-linear and interesting people. And uh, it's funny, always have followed your content. So for those of you uh, who aren't familiar with Mark, Mark... Um, I look at you in a number of different ways, but, uh, media personality, uh, I, I think makes, uh, makes sense. You started, I'm going to give the, what I know about you. Sure. 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 I tell completely wrong. I, I know you as like the guy who did sports for a, a local Providence radio, uh, local Providence TV station. Mm-hmm. Um, asked Bill Belichick a bunch of great questions, uh, morphed into, uh, you've got some great segments, including my favorite one. I hope we talked about the Providence Bruins bit you did, okay. which I loved. And then, um, and you've kind of launched now, what I, from what I understand, like you've got your own blog and <laughs> blog, and you. Uh, I think of you, I know you just took a job in dover Sherburn in the middle, middle school. Middle school, yep. But I think, if, so you full-time stable, you got a young family, but yep. for me, that's, uh, that's you've got a side hustle that's legit, and you're entrepreneurial, and I think, uh, it's just, a, that's my, that's my, that's your title for okay. me, that long. Segment there, so why don't you fill in the blanks of where I missed it there? Yeah, I guess you
1: could consider me a content creator. Yes. Um, and yes. just for the sake, I, I'm not hearing much in these headphones. Should I be hearing a bunch of stuff? I don't like think so. I don't okay. think so. Yeah. So yeah, I'm. A, I'm I a don't co- know though. You know, you're, you're episode six, so we're gonna figure this out. So I'm a. I would consider myself at this point a content creator. But you're right, everything I did, I was I was in TV. Um, you know, what you're gonna. I know you're gonna ask some questions. But yeah, I say what what I'm doing right now is trying to figure out how best to present my content that I can do it in a way that I want to do it because I was getting, I felt like, and I'll get into this, but I felt like I was getting held back in a lot of different ways in TV, Mm -hmm. Um, in that fit, in that local news television fit. Right. Um, So I wanted, when my contract was up, I decided I wanted and I needed to go in a different direction at the time. Yes. So I... uh, did that. And so far it's worked out in terms of creating content. It hasn't worked out in terms of landing somewhere else, somewhere more desirable. Right. Um, but I'm doing what I want to do. Like you said, um, that job I got in Providence was great, but it was not a forever job. It wasn't yeah. something I could have stayed in for, for long, you know, long term for a long time. Um, so it, it just came at a point where, it may maybe a little bit sooner than I thought, but it eventually got to a point where it's like, I gotta make a change. Yeah, I'll, I'll go into why and all yeah. these things no, later, person. but I had to make a change. So I got something more stable. I'm doing the kind of content I wanna do, do the radio show, and hopefully, um, you know, if I can get back into the media, ultimately that'd be something I'd be interested in doing, but it's gotta be the right fit. Mm. So I'm waiting for that
0: fit. I love it, and, you know, as a guy who appreciates um, people that hone their craft, whatever that crap may be, but also the discipline it takes. I can't wait to get into all that. But I think before we dive into that, i got the, the quick hitters. The quick hitters. The I quick love the hitters. quick hitters. Let's do it. Let's do it. First sip. Let's Let's do it. So give us, um, we, we're drinking Oktoberfest, yep. but what's Mark Mendero's favorite drink? So, I will not drink uh, Corona. I love
1: Corona, yes. but I will not drink it outside of the summer. If I'm not near a beach. Is that an day to Labor Day? Stuff? Yeah, I mean, yeah. if I'm... Not in the summer, nor near a beach. I'm not drinking Corona. It's okay. just a weird thing. I won't okay. kill it. I, won't. Okay. I love the beer, but I can drink. respect that. So I'm a big fan of Sam Adams. Um, I like the Oktoberfest. Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you the drink, though, it's probably my, I don't know if it's my favorite drink, and we we're going to have it for this, but it puts hair on your chest. Yeah. I, I just like a good Jack on the Rocks. Okay. Like, I'm feeling my best when I have I one of those. It. At a wedding, Yeah. at a formal event, you get a Jack on the Rocks, you, see, you get a little buzz going, you feel good. That's probably Maybe my favorite. Guard. That's probably my favorite drink. Um, overall, okay, I can respect that. Right. I can respect that. Appreciate uh, it. Favorite curse word? You know, I can. T- I could probably go with "damn it" because "damn it" I can say on the air. Mm. You can say it in a few different ways. That's the that's the real breaking point. Wow. That I can say it on the air. Fuck is great. I like fuck. It comes out, you know, Easy. smooth.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, damn it is a curveball curve on the on the show, but I only like, six episodes. In, like, I love it. Yeah, damn it because Work I... with their children.
1: Yeah, you can say it there, and it's not, you know, you're not in over your head. So I'd probably go with that. Um, you can just say That's it more. Good. You can say it That's more, good. not quite as offensive, and I don't get that mark language. Yes. If I say that for my wife, opposed <laughs> to other things. I love it. Uh, What's your favorite guilty pleasure? Okay. So this is not going to be accepted widely in society. Yeah. But I'll tell you one thing I do, I still do, and I'm not ashamed of it. I still listen to Olympus. <laughs> Do you <Hell> yeah. <laughs> and listen, I don't give a shit. They still have
0: a lot of good songs. They're not just listening. That, that is I uh, you you caught me out of left field. That's I am phenomenal. not just
1: talking about Limp Bizkit. I'm talking about POD. I'm mm-hmm. talking about Kid Rock. I still That's listen to that 90s The 90s, 90s. rap rock yeah. genre. I still listen to all of those
0: and I love some of those songs.
1: I'll go back after this podcast get in the car and I'll throw on Nookie.
0: Now will that be on Spotify or are we are you Rocking CDs, no. In this tradition, uh, you know
1: what? No, I mean, it's not as bad as.
0: You, but I, I have an iPod,
1: <laughs> like an old school iPod from like twelve yeah. years ago. Yeah, whatever. Still works. It still works, yeah, and I, I don't use data, so I like it. It works fine. Yeah. Um. So I throw a lot of the songs on there, but I, I still listen to a lot of those songs, that music, and uh, yeah, screw you if you don't like those I stuff. appreciate. The I songs.
0: appreciate the vulnerability. Thank you. I appreciate the vulnerability. Did, you didn't even have to drink a full beer to get into that. Widely Wild. unacceptable. <laughs> Widely It is. It's fine. Um, how about your favorite quote?
1: You know, honestly, um, I'm not a big quote guy. Yeah. That's I problem. don't really have quotes. If yeah. you want a quote, though, probably something, I mean, there's a million quotes about being different. I'm sort of a different cat, if yeah. you will. Yeah. Um, so I'd probably pick a quote about being different. Okay. You know, like. If you want to be irreplaceable, be different. So yeah. I don't yeah, know yeah, something yeah, along yeah, that. But I'm not going quote guy. I don't have a yeah. quote on my watermelon. Yeah, no. no, I get that. I so. get that. It works for some.
0: No. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Some people like that. They live by that. Yeah, yeah. it works. Um, I love this one. What what would people find most weird about your daily routine? Oh man, um, you know. So other than listening
1: to Limbiscit in the yeah. car right after. So that here's one thing, thing I do that's special. weird. Like I eat, I eat, I usually eat multiple bananas in a day. Is that weird? That's probably kinda of weird, whatever. Um, well you're fit, dude. I guess. I, I like yeah. potassium. Yeah. Whatever. Um, so one thing I do that I would say that's weird, my wife always says it's weird. It is weird. Whatever. <laughs> So you know how some people like sing in the shower? Yeah. So I'll go in the shower, and every now and then I'll like blurt out some random shit. Yeah. And my wife will be like walking by the bathroom and just hear something random. For example, like, let's just say you started this show off. You didn't start it off this way, but let's just say you started this show off by, hey, welcome into the program. This is the Aggo Show. Yeah. yeah. One day in the shower, you might hear me just kind of blurt out, the Aggo Show. (laughs) And I'm showering, and my wife's like, what the (laughs) is going on? So that's how I, I say like something it. weird that I do. Uh, uh,
0: it's pretty weird, but yeah. Uh, you ever have those moments when you're like, for me, I might not be in the shower, but like I might be doing dishes with the headphones on or something, and I'm like, kind of thinking in deep thought, and then like I will speak one tenth of the whole thought process, and I was like, Are you okay? Yep. And you're like, might no, be actually, no, I'm not <laughs> okay. <laughs> this is just how I'm built. Yep. I, I uh, you know what? Oddly enough, that is weird. But I'm not weirded out by it. Good. You know? I appreciate that. That's why we're connecting chemistry. Yes. <laughs> <Right>? uh, <laughs> when you when you were growing up, and I knew you when you were growing up, but like in through high school and stuff, did you knew you got, was the media, the move, was like so, sports media, the move? You were a phenomenal baseball player. A, I mean, I mean better than average. average. Played in college. Better you know. than average. Yeah. Thanks. And, uh but like did you so I knew you were you're an athlete. Yeah. Right? So was that, like, the drive or what? No. it? No.
1: Um, it's funny that my, my desire to go into that business, sports media, really didn't have a ton to do with sports. Huh. Um, it was more about the creativity and the creative outlet that it offered. Uh, and sports, which I love, yeah. was a vehicle for that. Um, well, I remember the day it hit me, oddly enough. I don't know if you remember a guy. We went to high school together, as you alluded to earlier in the show. There was a guy named Tom May. Yes. Big redhead. Still staying in touch with Tom. Okay. okay. Tom, oh, you got. Great you okay. Great guy. Great dude. So I was walking off the football practice field with him one day, and I forget how the conversation went, but he said something about, we must have been talking about sports, and he said something about, you know, you'd be really good doing this, like hosting a radio show or doing something like that. And I was like, yeah, you know, that, why can't I pursue that? Yeah. And it was just sort of right there. Really? But dating back even before that, and this is what I tell kids when I go into career days, yeah. I remember in seventh grade, we had a project about transcendentalism. It's like some yeah, social yeah. studies term. Uh, being one with nature or something like that. And I went in, and it was a wide open book. Like you can do whatever you want. You just have to define transcendentalism and yeah. show what it is. Yeah. And I remember doing a video. Now at the time, yeah. Yeah. I had no idea I wanted to be in TV or do TV, but I did a video, yeah. and I tell these kids, I'm like, just pay attention to these context clues that arise every now and then when you're doing stuff. You might not even know that this is what you're going to end up being passionate about. Right. But so that was something that was a clue. And then like I said, in high school, is when I sort of zeroed in on it, and then uh, in college, eventually, I got my shit together. I was yeah. doing baseball; that was my pre- uh, priority. Right. Which I don't know if that was a mistake or not. Not focusing. I mean, I got, I, I did well after like with grades. Yeah. But I probably didn't do enough in terms of like getting a demo together. Right. And you know, getting Being on super to, engaged. In exactly. It. I wanted to start on the yeah. baseball team. Yeah. So that's what yeah. Yeah. I did. in the summer, right. I worked and then I I trained. Yeah. Uh, I wasn't like doing television stuff, which yeah. I, I did, did internships, but. I could have done more, mm-hmm. um, and I think that held me back. I got off to a slower start because of that. But
0: yeah, it was like high school. Yeah. So I sort of just evolved into it, and yeah, it was. That's where I got. Was there any job you held between um, graduating from college and that? That gig, I like. I and guess I like, first knew you yes. outside so of college after the um, for Virginia. about a
1: year. I worked in sales as a document imaging consultant for the to, uh, Toshiba Corporation. Yeah, yeah. fairly so large. I was selling copy machines mm-hmm. and software, mm-hmm. uh, and it was a tough job, brutal yeah. job. Did not like it. Yeah, my boss was just a, uh, was a, a unique fellow, but not <laughs> necessarily <laughs> in a good way. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so. You know, we, that made me realize real quick that I got to give it a shot what I really want to do. Yeah. And at the time, you know, I was living at home, so it was great. So I was saving, you know, I mean, if you sold one of those copiers, you made a good amount of money. So everything I, everything I, I earned, I saved. So yeah. I put it all away immediately. No bills. Right. Um, and I was like, I got to get out of here. So I saved up the money, applied, 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 got the job in Georgia, and then I was off and run. Oh, so I did right. that for I about a year about
0: before enjoy. I went to Georgia. Yeah. And what you do in yeah, that was the awesome. first TV so job in Georgia. Give me like your two or three minute career path from like Georgia on. Okay, so I went from Toshiba to Georgia. Yeah. I was there about a year and a half. From Georgia to Mississippi.
1: I was yeah. in Mississippi for two years doing TV. Games. Doing TV. I was yeah. working for local news stations yeah. down there. The Georgia job was good, it was $16,000 a year, so you made absolutely nothing. Um, wow. But down there, totally cheap. To yeah, live. Right. So I was paying for a, a decent apartment, decent apartment, I mean, yeah. it wasn't really deep, but whatever, yeah. 22, uh, 400 bucks a month. Right. Got a golf membership for $400 for the year at a nice course. Probably not as nice as Stowe Acres, yeah. but not that far off. Right, $400 a year. So I paid for that. I golfed every morning, nine holes. Um, the TV wow. station wasn't a local, it wasn't a broadcast uh, network affiliate, yeah. CBS, NBC. It was a, an independent station, but it, it was sounds good. like you liked that more. It was, it was, it gave me the reps I needed. So I was uh. in front of the camera, and you know what the best part was? Every day we did a show at 5.30, and we recorded it at 4.30. So it was like banker's hours. I wasn't yeah. working until 11.30 at uh. night, so that was fun. Yeah. Um, so that was good. I got my reps, I got the, and then when I went to Mississippi, that was a CBS affiliate. Okay. So I was doing that, and that was more the normal local news station. Eleven o'clock news, yeah. six o'clock. What I'm more familiar with, right? yeah, yeah. And what everybody would be familiar with. So I did that, and then I got the job in Providence in uh, what was it, April of 2013. Okay, got up there, and for five years I was in Providence. Good yeah. run, a lot happened, a lot of thoughts. Yeah, uh, ended, and now here we are. Yeah. So, uh, and then I got while I was in Providence that then I translated that into a radio job. Mm-hmm. So I was sort of right doing both, and then. When I left the TV job, I kept the radio job to just keep a foot in the in the business. And because I love doing it, it's a good yeah. side gig. And then I started working at BC in the um, advancement office doing fundraising. and then But it was the tent pool. It wasn't full-time. Then I got this job full-time at, at the middle school in dover Sherburn. Right. So that's the quick snapshot. Yeah, quick and dirty of it. Yeah. Now, you, where can people listen to you on the radio? So the station is plug one, yourself, plug 103.7, it. WEEI out of Providence. It's a strong signal. You probably don't get it here, but if you go towards... Uh, get it on uh, the Cape. You get it on the Cape, 495-95 yep. intersection there, you'll get it all along there, Mansfield and south. And yep. it's all in Rhode Island, into Connecticut, and obviously southeastern Mass. So it's a good signal. Yeah. Um, and we're on Saturdays, 9 a.m. to 11 a.m., the Market Kitchen Show, <laughs> love so, I love it's it. It's good. It's uh, we have a lot of fun. The guy I do it with is really good. He hosted, I don't know, hosted. He produced um, some of the big shows, well, actually yeah. the big show on W E I with Blaine away, yeah. so he, he produced that, that show for years. Strong. He produced uh, Kirk Minahan's podcast yes. called. It was called Enough About Me when it was at W E I. So he's done a lot of producing, and he's good on the air. Yeah. So we yeah. have a good and rapport a good, and a good guy, probably. Good guy right. to know. He knows a lot of yeah. people. So yeah, we have a good dynamic. Because I have more of the on-air background, yeah. Uh, being in TV and being more of a host, he's the one that
0: has more of the technical background and some of the content. Understands how to make it work. Yeah, I, I must admit uh, those those hours aren't the best for me to listen to radio. But I see a lot of your clips. Appreciate that. That's why t- I put them on on Twitter, uh, and mostly through Twitter, both your own clips that you produce. Um, As well as that show, so I love, I love, love to see a hot take. I've always appreciated your support. I I love the hot takes. Um, I gotta say, can we can we bring up? May I bring up your Providence Bruins clip? Yeah. For me, it was just thrilling. Thank you. I I, I, mean, honestly, as a guy who grew up playing hockey, so just to give you context, you spent a you spent a day with the Providence Bruins, pretty much. We swapped jobs. Two Providence Bruins players anchored the news. Yes, and I skated with them. We're gonna have to put a link in the podcast or the notes yeah. of this so, because there is a video online that people can watch. It was yep. phenomenal. But as a hockey guy growing up, it was just cool to see a guy that I had played with and knew play on the ice with pros, aspiring pros, going through it and how good of guys they were to you. Yeah, they were cool. Um,
1: Bruce Cassidy was the coach, yes, us, right. so we were like that's giving right. each other shit. He's a great guy. Um, yeah, yeah, it was actually one. You good. caught a pass on
0: your back end. Yeah. And, which yeah. Is, and that
1: matters. I scored a goal. I <laughs> scored a goal. It was totally luck, but I scored. It but yeah, it was the girl from the Providence Bruins, their media relations person. She actually pitched me the idea. Really? And, or did I pitch her the idea? I forget how the idea came up, but or she asked, she said we should do something. Okay. And I think I said, why don't we do this? And yeah. they were cool with it, so we did it, and it worked out, and it was. Uh, but that's actually part of. I'm glad you brought that up because that's actually part of a bigger story, um, and and more so why. Big reason why
0: I left where I was at because okay. you liked that story. You said you liked it. You thought. Uh, I mean, I just. I mean, I remember you and I weren't talking at the time, but I was playing hockey with a bunch of our guys that we went to Savannah with. I so uh-huh. playing B League. Yeah. And that the second that story came out, it was like an email went around with the team that was like, "Look at Dundaro in this thing." I can't. And imagine. it was I mean, like the guy is unbelievable and hilarious because you were you take the piss at everything. It's it's hilarious. So let me just tell you. My bosses hated that story, hated it, which is nuts. So it was, it's, you got to watch it, it's hilarious. And maybe, maybe I find extra humor because I'm a hot guy or whatever. I thought it was awesome. No, no, no. The
1: feedback was the same as what you're saying. Everybody loved it. The viewers loved it. Online loved it. Yeah. My bosses hated it. Really? They thought it was too colorful. They thought (laughs) it was too, it was, it wasn't newsy. It wasn't eyewitness news. You know, it was fun. And creative. so That's what really happens.
0: Yeah. It's like that's what they do. Well, so like. they didn't like it. Yeah. So that
1: sort of started um, the beginning the of the. bombshell end. came later, but that's sort of what started, um, you know, the, the trend that led me to ultimately leave. So you, and
0: that was because you, you say, were kind of um, censoring content. Yeah. Not, not,
1: they didn't, well. So I, I didn't tell them what I was doing exactly because I thought they might have an issue with it. <laughs> uh, so I asked <laughs> the forgiveness love guys. instead. I love yeah. Um, but it was great. And, and the, the, the viewers loved stuff. it. And yeah. it made you know it stands out. It made yeah. us stand out. We were yeah. doing something different.
0: Yeah. Uh, but the yeah. fact that they didn't and I didn't
1: get support. Yes.
0: Really made me. Uh, really bothered me. and was very disappointing. It's it's shocking too because the Providence Bruins guys that did the news anchor. Oh, so like that part was hilarious. Oh my too. god. Those so guys funny. had no idea what they were doing. <laughs> they show that it's like harder than it looks yeah yeah, yeah. So. And it, it, it was just like kind of yeah. one of those things where as anyone growing up watches the music you go I can' do that yeah job yeah and yep. it looks like a sick job it was disappointing and then uh, you find out that it's not easy it's you a lot work of grinding. Until one in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> it sucked but uh <laughs> that's a bummer yeah that's a real that's a real bummer yeah, but, but I like, think it's part of your path right yeah like, that is. was worth yep. that was worth the experience oh and I don't like, regret doing the story at all so now with your full-time job though like the discipline piece I brought up in the beginning. Dude, I, I wake up every morning, I do my morning routine, yada, yada, yada. I have my coffee, talk to my kids, get in. The news for me, I do subscribe to some newspapers, but I definitely have more new school curating through Twitter. Mm-hmm. And your shit is up Yep. every every morning.
1: Yeah, I get up in the 5 o'clock hour and I record it. It's sort of a...
0: a With your backdrop, you get your yeah, thing go, I like got a green screen going, yeah, so it cool. looks good. Or it looks decent. I think it looks um, good. You know, it's it works of, homegrown, but like you care.
1: Yeah, you know, like it, It's a way for me to, number one, stay sharp. You know, it's a way that I can continue to work on my craft and hone yeah. the skills. Um, you know, ideally, when I started doing that, my goal was I was like, maybe somebody will want to pick it up and, yes. and use it yes. on yes. their website for content, so people will go there because they think I'm decent on air. Right. It hasn't worked out that way. But how long have you been doing it? Not long, just yeah. a, about 18 months yeah, ago. Okay, so yeah, so, yeah. you know, it's early, and those yeah, it things is take early. time. Yeah, it is. But I, I did have some cash shake, you know, with having been a reporter yes, for years. Yes, a yeah, it's not like supporter. you were a brand spanking. So, yeah. exactly, it's not like I was just coming out of my mom's basement, let's right. do some content, create some content. But, um, yeah, I was hoping that it hasn't happened yet, but I do it just to A, it helps me prepare for my radio show. So, that's one thing. When I do that on the weekends, I right. right. prepare it all week. Right. B, it keeps oh, yeah, me sharp, yeah. I'm talking. I'm presenting my point so when I do something like this or when I go on the show or when I get an opportunity I'm ready to go right uh, and I love it I can't sit still if there's something that I need to say <laughs> yeah or this a Patriots transaction or this game happens and I can't because I'll watch it on TV I'll watch it on this show and somebody gives an opinion that I either disagree with or, I need to say I something. know I see I, I, I can't it. live with myself <laughs> so I have to sit there and do it and
0: express my thoughts because I can't live with myself and I'll go crazy so I do it so a guy who doesn't like it for me, who I don't get in that world, are you like how premeditated is your take in the morning? When I see that clip of you at five thirty, sometimes morning? I'll thought of an angle
1: I want to take the night before. Sometimes it it just comes to me. Sometimes while I'm talking, you're talking. I'll up. talk myself into a, in an angle I didn't think of prior, but I'm like, you know, this is actually what it is, and I'll yeah. kind of. It happened the other day with the Bruins. I, I did something about the Bruins, and I kind of while I was talking about it made the correlation between them and the Red Sox and how the Red Sox, they won the championship, but then they came out flat the next year mm. and sucked. And the Bruins, they lost the championship, but they seem to be energized by that. And they've come out. They look all right. They look all right. They look all right. So we'll see. It's a long way to go. Uh, can I get a quick hot take on the bees this year? I think it's going to be tough. I think, I think it's going to be tough. Um, because you, you lose in game seven to the Stanley Cup final. That's a tough thing to overcome, especially when you're talking about a core that's older, that's lost a couple of times. Tuca Rask has never gotten them over the hump. So you kind of feel like, you know, just on the outside looking in, that your DNA might be, we just can't get it done. Yeah. And you hate that. And like I said, yeah. Chara's older, Berger, they're all getting old. So, and, and the path that they took last year, the capitals weren't in their way. Right. The lightning yeah. weren't right. in their way. Right. Like, is that going to happen again? I think it's
0: going to be. But a little you bit of a cakewalk Right. But you couldn't right. have started better. So mm-hmm. let's see what happens. So yeah. All right. I just as a as a beast guy I wanted to I mean, I got Mark in there. In, We're both know, these guys. I'm, I'm yeah. asking you your takes. So oh, I'll appreciate pass that it. along to my father. Okay. Um, no, that that's good, man. Do you feel like, obviously, that the TV gig didn't work out. Obviously, the way you'd hoped it work out. Do you look at that as failure or just like awesome that it happened at the time it happened? Like, how how does that? How do you how do you um, how you oh, wrap your head around it all? You know, I don't want to
1: answer all your questions.
0: No. Okay, so where have I failed?
1: My failure to this point, I would say, other people would say otherwise, but my goal was to get a job in the media, either in Boston, I mean probably in Boston, where that was my full-time job. Right. And I could be in that job for my entire career. Right. That was my goal. So to this point, I have failed. I have not been able to do that. The job I had in Providence, so the job I had in Providence, like I said, was not... I was not going to be able to stay in that job for my entire career. No, right. I just wasn't. The money was pathetic. I mean, they were paying me what I made in Mississippi, right. which is unacceptable for a hundred market job. Right. Um, so that was disappointing. But it just—it it, there wasn't enough money. Um, right. So I have failed.
0: And you got a young family. Right? Yeah. And that, son, that's like, not
1: I have failed in to to this point in in. The, in my goal of getting a job that I could be in for my entire career a full-time job in the media So right. I failed to this point point. That, and that so that's my failure right now, but what? it that doesn't
0: seem like it defeats you No,
1: yeah. I still think it's a work in progress, but yeah. to this point. I have failed and I, I You know I wouldn't change anything. That's not, I don't have any regrets. Yeah, um, I have
0: some disappointments learning moments along well, the way.
1: yeah um, But I
0: wouldn't have changed you know, you, you can keep going down. I feel like the stakes are higher in the, in the job you're pursuing. Cause like, for example, the job I'm in, yeah. I create a market, right? I'm a sales guy or started as a sales guy in our business. And like, I had to build a network, but like I could leverage that, right? Like there's a seat on the bus if I make it. Right. For you in the line of work you're doing there, there's a finite amount of seats. Perfectly said. Right. And so like, how, like So I, I, don't, I feel like it requires, I feel like I had to be patient, but in reality, there was always a seat as long as I made it. I right. feel like, right. like for you or anyone in a business line that's like yours where it's, I mean, let's just, there's a finite amount, right? There, there's only so much. I feel like patience becomes um, magnified. Yeah. Perfectly said, this
1: is not, this media thing is not a meritocracy. Right. Uh, right. Not right. at all. Right, right. You could be better than somebody right. and it doesn't matter. Because the person making the decision, can I tell just a real quick story? Because I love oh, we can do whatever. Just we real want quick, to do. <laughs> because I love this. It just perfectly encapsulates this guy, Keith Olbermann. I don't know if you're yeah. familiar. Okay, I him. am. You are. Am. Okay. He used to be on Sports yeah. Center. Now he's sort of a more of a political a guy, pundit, whatever. Yeah. yeah. But he was. I know okay. a lot of him.
0: I should say. Yeah.
1: He used to be on Sports Center with Dan Patrick back yes. in the '90s. You, if you saw him, yes. you'd know. Him. Yeah. Oh, I know exactly what he exactly it looks okay. like. So he. Long story short, he had a job. I think in. Boston or somewhere and he was trying to get to New York, okay? So for four straight years this job in New York This weekend sports anchor job open so he sent his tape the news director got back to him Ah, we're looking for somebody with a little more experience. Sent him his tape, news director got back to him Ah, that, that your style won't work in New York. Sent him his tape, got back to him, not gonna happen. Same thing. Four years in a row Right. Same news director got back to him, it's not gonna work. Keith Olbermann eventually doesn't get a job in New York. Gets a job in Los Angeles that news director that was in New York that um, rejected him four straight times ends up at a different station in Los Angeles. And he's having lunch, the news director, with Keith Olbermann's agent. Mm-hmm. Okay. The news director asks Olbermann's agent, so blah, 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 they're having some small talk. He goes, who else do you represent? She goes, well, this person and this person, obviously Keith Olbermann, who by this point has become a huge star in right. Los Angeles. And he goes, oh my god, I love Keith Olbermann. When's his contract up? And the point of the story is, and this was a book that I read about the business, and Keith Olbermann was making the point that sometimes you could be knocking on the right door, but the person on the other side of the door is just too thick to answer it, or doesn't know, or it's not the right time, or whatever. Mm -hmm. Excuse me. (laughs) That makes a lot of sense. the business, and that's frustrating. Um, I'm not saying that every time I've got rejected
0: they're idiots, but that's the way I think. But because I think yeah, I'm absolutely well, And you got to stay confident and believe in what oh, you do. Yeah. I feel like, in that too, the uh, the money, like in the business you're in, the money is so big and so high, right? Even 985 The Sports Hub, the, the all the channels, uh, 4, 5, and 7 here in Boston and stuff. It's like those managers making those decisions. They almost want it to be validated for them outside rather yep. than take the risk on the young talent. Yes. They need- you know, it's like, always, honestly, we see in staffing all the time. But it's a fine line because yeah. if you keep
1: recycling people, I think that's just delaying the inevitable. If the, if the ship is sinking, yeah. you need, there's no, the best thing you could do is find the next young talent. Right. It's hard to do, yeah. but if you can do it, I mean... Look, the Rams, the L.A. Rams have had some issues recently. But who would you rather have coach? If you if you had an opening in yeah. your football team, would you rather find Sean McVay or John Fox? You're right. So, I mean, Hey, John Fox, he's been around, he's won some games, but that's just recycling. He's, his ship is sailing. This is what I think a lot of the stations in Boston, and I'm biased, obviously, this is the issue that right. they've had right. because they haven't been able to fi- identify the next guy they just keep recycling, and they've heard that voice for 10 years, 20 years. So it's, it's like, like it's oh yeah, normal. he's solid, he's safe, he's got a, a name that people recognize. I'm not going to lose my
0: job by taking a risk on right. this guy. And right, just, right, right. It becomes a, uh, which is why I think there's so much disruption in media, uh, in, in media in general. And why Twitter and Instagram and people creating their own content, is it's ever-changing. And a
1: lot of the people that came up and are now making decisions in the media, the people in the big seats, yeah. You know, when they came up in the business, it sure. was probably the '90s right? when none of this stuff existed. New. They right. didn't. They didn't know. They don't know how to use it. Not that they don't know how, but they're not as familiar.
0: They uh, learn a different. Well, I think right? it's different when you grow up with something versus sure. when you learn sure. it when you're older. I mean, even myself. I think when I le- even when I learn things now at 33, I'm like, damn, that this shit was easier to learn before. Yeah, like, yeah. It was just natural, and you were had more curiosity. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I read, uh, or uh, a, a peer of mine in our organization shared with me a tip the other day that picking leaders right like my job is a lot about like okay building leaders underneath and, and continually growing out and it was the point was most people make the mistake of going with the proven safe person with qualifications when in reality the best person for the next job is the is the person with ambition passion that probably is looks a little rougher but, but they're going to take it and run with it. And I think that that's kind of what you're saying. Harvard Business Reviews took it a day, whatever, you know, yesterday, yeah. or whatever, the 15th of October.
1: I uh, just, we, we talked about it when we were golfing. But I, I just got, uh, I didn't get a job that I had applied for. and Oh, yeah, that's right. That's that right. One yeah. of the jobs I applied for I didn't get. And they hired, they told me they hired somebody with a little bit more experience. And look, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I understand. But sitting, I was sitting, I remember during the interview, sitting in there and thinking to myself, because I, I got real familiar with the position and yeah. what I could do, and I remember thinking to myself, like these people have no idea, like based on my background, what I could do for them, right. and I just don't know how to express it Archaean. without either looking like a freak or yeah. I, I tried to tell them, right. and I look, who knows? Maybe they hired a guy that's really good and, per- and it works out great. I, I wish them well, but. They just had no idea because they just saw the lack of experience, and they couldn't get past that. Right. But they didn't understand that, hey, that experience and the way things are changing now is really valuable, and it could translate really well. I know it's a little scarier, right. but it can translate, but it's not but as safe, people, and that's where are they were Taking risks. It's and that to taking that risks. goes back to... That was the most disappointing. Do you have other questions? You can keep firing. No, I, no I'm just, just good with the okay. conversation. Because that that was the most disappointing part. One of the questions that you were going to ask was, what was your biggest surprise? Yes. That was my biggest surprise as I went into the workforce and got really more How my mentality, and hey, I get it. Like, I, I don't have the nice office. Like. Yeah. If you, if you want to say I have nothing to lose, I don't know if that's accurate or not. Right, right. But my biggest surprise <laughs> right, right. was, when, especially when I got to Providence, man, I could not believe how the people that I was working for weren't were so different in, in the way they thought about how to pursue success. Mm. Because what
0: I was trying was to do the only one way. You mean? Well what I was trying to do oh, might as well, say, right? Yeah. Beers and careers. What I what I was trying to do was I think this is our first uh, two beer okay. career by the way. Yeah. Which, really- which makes it uh, a memorable episode. Well that well said.
1: What I was trying to do was think of new ideas and innovative ideas that could get people's attention with the same goal. With the same goal in mind, because this is a TV station. <laughs> like we want people to watch, right? Like what are it's we not, doing it's here? Not a bad crazy. So that was I. I have all these ideas. I have all these thoughts and ways we can really, you know, shake it up and because we were number two in Providence, they had number two, uh, channel ten was number one since the seventy eight blizzard. And you were seven. You're channel 10, twelve. 12. You're Yeah. yeah. Right. Since the blizzard of seventy eight, channel ten was number one. Right. They had the better coverage back then, and they, whatever. So I'm thinking, okay, we're the, we're behind. We have to make plays. The, the one right. thing I said, like, I remember at a, at a meeting, at a quarterly meeting, I stood up in front of everybody. I was just overcome with emotion. <laughs> I can't believe I was overcome yeah. with emotion. Maybe. You don't seem like that guy. Right. Kind of so, but <laughs> I said to them, I was like, look, I was like, if you, if we want these viewers to to watch us, I was like, it, you got to grab them and get their attention. Right, right? grab them. You, you know, like, like, do something. Yeah. Like if, if you're sitting and there's a woman mm-hmm. or a man or whatever, and you want to marry that man, that woman, yeah. you you can't just like walk over next to them and be like. I hope
0: through osmosis. Yeah, maybe so
1: they'll just say something. No, you yeah. have to make it known. Right. Like, I yeah. want to be with you. Like, that's what we weren't doing. So I'm thinking of ideas. Like, hey, let's do this. That's what the the uh, job swap of the Providence Bruins was. Right. That's what it was. Just so
0: engaging people. Let's
1: get something right. out there that's different, that's unique hey, I like get that's Mark You I said you it. said. There was an email that went out. Look at what this yeah, was. It's true. Like it's you true. know other people tweeted at me. I mean, that kind yes. me of
0: you know what I don't get? or It's not that I don't get it. You know what's funny? You would like working here. Because hmm? uh, that's Bob's. I mean, Angie is shaking her head at me. That's Bob's philosophy. It's like, I don't care how we get it done. Let's just get it done. Right, and yeah. the old way, and like there are some good old ways, and there's some things that translate through the business, but like, you got to go where the attention I mean, which is so Gary Vaynerchuk, right? Okay. Go where the attention goes. Yeah. Right? Like I get that 100% of the way, but you're saying you got to engage along the
1: and just just so we're clear, I don't mean being like completely off the reservation. Goofy and ridiculous. Here's take so this rest. is when I this is when I went home and told my wife, at the end of my contract I'm leaving WPRI. Yeah. Okay. In October of 2017, there was a game that the Patriots played at home against the Carolina Panthers. Okay. The defense in that game looked terrible, and the Patriots lost 33 to 30. It was the worst defensive effort that they had put forth in years. Yeah. I mean they just they went, I'm hearing a guy who watches
0: like everything. Yeah, the Panthers
1: went up and down the field. I mean, it was yeah. embarrassing. It was just terrible. So I'm like, oh my God, this has never happened where they look that bad defensively at home, so i got to do something, Yeah. Okay? So what I did was I was anchoring that night. I had highlights of the game. I led into highlights, okay? And what I did in that lead-in, the lead-in if you're not sure with, you know, TV, whatever yeah. type of term, you, you, it's when you sort of make your introduction oh. on camera yeah. to the highlights. So yeah. you say... Good evening, everybody. Today the Patriots play the Carolina Panthers, blah, blah, here. So I, what I decided to do, to get people's attention, to go outside the box, to make good teeth, whatever, I staged a bunch of technical malfunctions. And, I went, Wait, and then I went into the highlights.
0: Which is kind of harmless. Which is hard. It's kind of harmless.
1: They funny. So I went into the highlights, yeah. okay? Posted it on Twitter after. Yeah. The, the most successful tweet I'd ever had. I mean, I got people tweeting, I mean, literally saying, Oh my god, I gotta start watching channel twelve. Yeah. So I it's it's great. It goes vi- like viral. Yeah. I don't Really viral. But like for Enough. us, I was, yeah. No. Yeah. So that was normal. That was on that was on a Sunday. Okay. Yeah. On Wednesday of the following week, I get a call, I get an email from our IT guy. He's like, hey, he's like, you gotta call me. I'm like, all right. It's Wednesday. I don't even think I was working that day I was off. So I called him. And he was like, Hey, you uh you need to take down the tweets you posted on Sunday of that lead-in because some rinky dink news um, site, like, have you heard of Dead Spin? Yeah. Okay. It was like a very poor man's dead spin. Yeah. Like they like look at local news and look for bloopers or some yeah. shit, whatever. They had it up on their website. Yeah. And yeah. our news director saw it. Um, and was concerned, it was embarrassing, that if people saw it, she'd be, it'd be embarrassing. So she was, so the IT guys called me, he's like, you gotta take that down, because she saw it, it was on this website. So I had to inform him, this is where it gets funny, I had to inform him (laughs) that, oh, not only was it on this website, I didn't even know about, but did you happen to watch Jimmy Kimmel the night before? That's right. Jimmy Kimmel. Picked up the clip, he did. and used it right, as part it. of the thing. That's right. And I had to tell the IT guy that, oh, the news director's have said it's on this website. Yeah. Well, actually, it's on, it was yeah. on national TV, TV. TV the night before. <laughs> so then, all sh- like hell broke loose. Long story short, I go in the na- like whenever I went into work, yeah, and I get the email like, can you come see me in my office? The, the like, electric reaction. This is, I mean, this is now it's national Kimmel, everything. I get the email. Actually, we're going to go up to the GM's office, meet with the news director, the GM, suspended two days without pay. Wow. Went home that night, oh and I said God. to my wife, "When when this contract is up, I'm, yeah, done. I'm done." And
0: so I could never get over that. Have you thought about just doing a YouTube channel? Like, yeah, I mean, straight up?
1: yeah, it's tough. Um, I doing? put yeah. some of the bosses for the stuff you watch, it's yeah. on YouTube. Yeah. But I feel like that's not really YouTube's audience. I mean, yeah, I get, I get that. More get more, that. more to archive that stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. But that just kind of, like what we were talking about, completely just playing it safe and, and not wanting to ruffle okay. any feather. i got so much reaction. People would have been coming. Call- I mean, we could have we could have controlled the narrative about that Kimmel thing. The whole way. Look at how Mark Dondero was up to- Nope. We ran and hid, right. and we were ashamed of it. Right. Buried it. And... Just kept plodding along. That sucks. It was awful. That it was uh, it was so disappointing. It was it was literally one of the proudest
0: moments of my career. Yeah. And I'm and is is kudos ready. to you for not giving a shit. That, you know, like I think that's because I, I, you uh-huh. can tell you're passionate about it. Yeah. But also like, I mean I think you're not it's not like you're coming at it from a malicious place. You know, no, it was a li- decision. And You're trying to help us. So it's all I trying to make a play. It's hilarious. Oh my god, it was it's just hilarious. I'll never forget
1: that. It was so disappointing and um uh, just make, I didn't post it or anything. I kept it to myself. But to make myself feel better, I, I like made like a, a document where I po- I pasted the suspension letter yep. next to all of the Twitter comments I got uh, uh, praising, uh, uh, brilliant genius. I this am- is the best thing I've ever seen. And I posted it next to you put our station in a negative light and blah blah. I didn't oh, post it, yeah. but I just
0: for my own I just it. to look at it and be like, where are we? You know, this, like, is, this is two podcasts in a row now where someone said that. So uh, we had a guy on, listen to it, I think you'll actually enjoy. the guy, Dean DeRozio was on. He's a CEO of a marketing company. And he told me a story, I'm gonna butcher it because I suck, but uh, he said that he basically got into business with a very large company, that shall not be named, mm-hmm. and it was the worst decision he ever made. And he basically got played internally, spent a ton of money, made the money, the only thing he has framed next to his desk in his office is the letter that, I think it's the letter that says the contract is being terminated in X amount of days. He's like, man, I look at that thing every day of what not to do. And it's just like, I think that's so funny. Now I'm thinking to myself, man, I got nothing in my office that I look at, (laughs) so what am I doing? But, no, I love that. I love that. That's, That's a challenge. So how do you, are you nervous about balancing the new gig with um, no, I just.
1: With it all? No, not. I, I like it. It's good. It's a good situation. It's just. You know what? It just sucks that. I mean, you know how it is. If, if you, you can't match things up perfectly. Right. So it's like if, a, if an opportunity comes, like that was part of the problem in TV. They were so unflexible despite not paying well. Right. Um, if you didn't get. If, if you got a job offer that didn't align with when your contract was up. A lot of times they wouldn't let you go, or they give you a hard time, and it was really hard. Right. I mean, what are the chances that right when your contract's up, this great opportunity is going to come? I hear, bro. Right, so I hear, bro. Um, bro, I'm not bro. nervous bro. about this. I'm doing what I'm doing. I never thought I'd end up doing this, but I'm. I like it. I'm.
0: Yeah. Uh, it's
1: good work. I'm enjoying it. It's just. Uh, I don't know where it's going to go. I don't know if I'm going to do this long term, if I'm going to get an opportunity. You just don't know. Yeah, you're just taking it day by day. Right? Yeah, it's a good thing. Like I've, I've always wanted to get into teaching. I, yeah. It's something that interests me. Um, so the avenue now is there for that. It's just, Like you said, it's a stable situation. It's just, uh,
0: I just don't know. Yeah. I don't know. No, that, that's that's totally fair. That's fair. Because you have two daughters. We have a, a five-year-old girl and a two-year-old boy. A two-year-old boy, that's yeah. right. That's right. So your hands are. Right?
1: Yeah. Just five, really Maybe and Sean. I don't know. Uh, debating on three, probably be the wife's decision ultimately. Very difficult. Call. Tough call. Right. right. Yeah. We're
0: still so, in with Andrea. Got three. Got three. Yeah. Got three. Go for three. Okay. Uh, noted. Yeah. So we'll see. I'm uh, getting a lot of pressure. Andrea and I share a wall in an office, so okay. I think you know, can't handle that kind of pressure right now. It's too, it's too, <laughs> too much. So <laughs> it's, it's it's too much. Um, no, that makes sense. Do you think? So how do you? Do you like what's your what's your north compass like in terms of like because I think you just said it you're like oh I, I'm now I'm doing the teaching thing but it engages me I've always had an interest on in it like do you have like the Mark Dandero mission statement because you're like like I think the thing that's about it is all of the work you put in it, it's not you, you can't be lazy like no. there's like a real discipline I I'm a I'm a fanatic of people who are disciplined because yeah. I think that's. just so it's just so important whatever your discipline is in but you got to kind of stay the course and put you said it ten times the beginning you got to put the reps in right you put the reps in when you were in when you were down south and so it's like are you what's what's your guiding light towards that because you're disciplined about it you know I I just feel like I have a lot to
1: offer um, and and I want to fulfill that potential yeah Um, you know it's like first of all, I'll say this. There's nothing on this earth that I'm more confident in mm-hmm. than my ability to do that job in terms of creating content or being in the, I guess, in the media. Yeah. Like, there's just nothing. that Not yeah. being a father, not being yeah. uh, this employee, a baseball, like, nothing. Yeah. Like, I'm at home when yeah. I'm doing that. Yeah. Like, when I'm creating content, I'm at home and it just feels like I was put, like, I believe I was put on this earth to yeah. do that, so if that's over dramatic, whatever. Um, that's what I feel like I was I was put here to do because it just comes so natural and I'm so passionate and I right. love it. Um, yeah, and that's why that's where the discipline comes from. I mean, yeah. you don't get that discipline. So it's more passion. Yeah, I mean, then, it, but it, but you, you have work. to have the discipline in order to do. It. I mean, all that stuff. I've been, there's so many things I can't even tell the hours that I've spent. Nobody paid me. The nights i literally stay up all night creating content like I don't know if anybody was even going to see wasn't for a news station it wasn't for an official you know news outlet it was just cuz I wanted to do it it felt like I had something to offer so I do it um, so I'm hoping at one point maybe that passion gets me somewhere or, or somebody in so- yeah. sees it and that will benefit me it's been tough because you know like the, the analogy I like to use like if you want to know like this is how I feel every day and again Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe yeah. I'm not. I wouldn't be able to bring as much, but again, the confidence is yeah. just there. Well, you Imagine if you you have neighbors, you have a next I door deal, neighbor. I do. Okay. In fact, he works here. Perfect. It's fucking terrible. So you got this. It's great. <laughs> so <laughs> so it's just your next door neighbor. Let's say you had a document. Yeah. Okay? It was a document. And it, it was just if if you if, if you could get your next door neighbor to sign the document, they would get 500000 dollars and you would get $5 million. Right. All they had to do was sign the document. And you go over there, and you explain this, and you tell them, you're convincing them, you're trying, and they absolutely whatever. They think you're weird. They don't believe whatever the reason. They will not sign the document. Right. And all you have to do is get them to sign it. They get five hundred thousand, and you get 500000 Completely genuine. How, how would you feel? Yeah. Like you would, it was just like, e- ah!
0: yeah, right. you know, like you
1: would right. want to. Right. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> you
0: you would want to like pull your hair because it's right. that's how I feel. Like I feel like. These, st- I mean, what do they want? Oh, to- they are still doing it, so you must think like I'm a firm. Blo- I mentioned Gary Vaynerchuk. Yeah, you're a fan of, or you've, I am. You've i He's been, like, been great for my psyche. Yes, listen to his yeah, same, But yeah. like, I, I, what I think resonates the most with me about him, and what I like think you embodied, um, to certainly a, a big degree, would be like if you're doing things authentically and for like out of for good, right? For the right reasons, and like it's hard to say what the right reasons yeah, are. But right. You know what you got, so it just give me that creative license there. Like, I think eventually it works out. I hope so. Like, like I, you know, like I don't, I don't know. Like, I, I think I've had little mini episodes in my life where it's kind of just worked out when you haven't known if it's gonna. And it's like, I just like bang on that faith drum. It's like, ah, all right. Like that's what I see with you. Do, man. That's what I'm doing. Like I think with you, just bang on, on that, that drum, drum. Like I think it's gonna. I mean, I, I don't think I've got a big reach in this audience, but it's like one of the ways I want to have on. It's like I want more people to know about Mark and Daryl. That's why I retweet your shit. Like I, I appreciate think that. Eventually, someone's gonna see it because I think they're gonna see it for the right reasons and be like, all right, awesome. But it's just gonna. But I think time is part of that problem. You That's why it? like I take risks. It's like all right, someone's gonna appreciate it eventually. It's like going to networking events as a salesperson. I would, uh, if you're right. going there trying to close deals, you're an idiot. But sure. if you're going there trying to build relationships and you're there. Yeah. For the long term of the game, like if you're playing the long game, yeah, I kind of feel like you put you're putting your content out. You're playing the long game. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. But and I know short term, it probably can be really frustrating. But I think you just stay disciplined that, without it. Do you, do you feel tangent, tangential comment? Do you feel like we both went to Severian? It's a it's a Catholic boys' school in uh, outside Boston. Uh, do you feel like that place? had a big effect on your discipline at all? 100%. That is where I learned. And I, I didn't preload this question, by the way. Like, I didn't tell you I was going to ask no. this question, but I think it's a, but I just th- thought of it. Yeah. Here. W- w-
1: so that, and specifically, I actually sent Charlie Stevenson an email in August of 2011 when I was in Mississippi out of nowhere. You remember Charlie Stevenson. He was well, athletic, yep, athletic, I absolutely athletic. do. And, and I thanked him. Like thanked yeah.
0: him because... I'm emailing myself to do that because I owe that place. A yeah. Thank you. P- playing football there... Now,
1: I didn't play it down. I mean, I played... Did I play it... I might have played it down in, like, garbage time for varsity. Right. But when I played on the football team my junior and senior year, that is where I learned what hard work felt like. Yes. The gr- what a grind felt like. Yes. What you're supposed to feel like when you're working hard. Like, shit, I don't want to do it, but
0: suck it up. Go, let's do it. Yeah. That's where I work So well, I you, think you remember it as football. Like I don't want, I don't mean to interrupt you, but like, don't you feel like you remember it as football on the grind? But it was like the holistic grind. It was like, yeah, you had your three-hour football practice, and then you had your time on the bus, but then you had two and a half hours of fucking homework. Yeah. And then you had really hard prep. Like, I went to college and it was like this
1: is a, breeze. a joke. It was a breeze. Was like college was a my, my, God. So my I said my mom
0: every time, like she talks about it, she brings up man, I was like, that is the best money you ever spent, hands down. My wife. Now we dated in high school, so she right. she's known me. That's right. She says
1: to me all the time, that was the best thing you ever. You needed that place.
0: Yeah. Oh, that I was, needed. It. I needed it too. That I a lost boy who needed discipline. I didn't know what hard work was, and that
1: yeah. the academics, the football, I mean, just everything there was mm-hmm. so intense. And we needed to be, that is where I learned, and that has been the foundation of any success I've had in my career. It's been my ability to grind and work, and work, I mean, I, you will not outwork me. The, the meaning of like, you will not you know, outwork me. I, I wrote articles when I was at WPRI, yeah. go look them up. Tom Brady, the intern, uh, what, it's, what happens when Bill Belichick body slams you. Though, like nobody told me to do those. Those were completely on my own. I didn't get paid more. Didn't have to do them. That was just trying to outwork everybody. That I am a grinder worker, and a lot
0: of that obviously it comes from parents and stuff. But yeah. it's a variant. It was a big part of that. Yeah, I, kudos to them. Yeah. I don't know. I like I think about it often in my uh, raising of my boys. Yeah. Like how the fuck do I instill that? Because we moved to a town, kind of to avoid with good public schools to kind of avoid the whole. Private, thing. So cool. thing, And then the, the, then we, I have conversations like this, and I'm like, Oof. yeah. Oh well, there's a lot of good public but stuff. There is, oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. But that, I think that place is special. No one else gives a shit about what we're talking yeah. about. But I, I, uh, I don't know. For me, it's it's funny because I just see it in a lot of in a lot of um, even people I didn't have close relationships with at Severian. But you know how, like, somehow you link in network with them? Yeah. Or you're Facebook friends with them? Or, like, you follow them on Twitter? Or, like, just somehow you, you're still related to them, and you see them, and it's like they have a common theme of, like, they're outworking people. They don't give a shit about what people think about them, and they're just pushing forward. Well, whatever.
1: That, that was a line of demarcation in my I, I haven't been... The same? The same since then.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, before then. That, how, when did you realize it, though? Give me when you realized it. And it, for me, it wasn't until probably... I had a kid I think 29 Maybe it was when my wife said it she, okay she's yeah. the one I, I don't know yeah. like I don't think
1: I would have played college baseball if I didn't have that experience because again I outworked I wasn't yeah. more talented right. I outworked people right um, but yeah it was probably after when I realized that hey I'm pretty focused and I you know I'm, I'm willing to do the work it yep. was probably later a lot later Probably so when I emailed Charlie Stevenson in 2011, <laughs> exactly. seven years after I graduated, you yeah. know, yes, I, so I like, "Wow." Yeah, I'm
0: actually embarrassed. I do I do, let, I do don't do enough stuff with him, really. But he's um, always writing a check. Yeah, be very yeah, yeah. Oh, I do that from time to time. But I mean, like actual like, engagement. Do you think? So you mentioned it. You doing career days and stuff. Yeah. Like what? And I and I love your I love your uh, nugget. I think that's actually incredibly wise. The whole like pay attention to what you're good at, and like, and, and what brings you joy. Yeah. This kind of how exactly. I synthesized your earlier comment. What would you tell, this is beers and careers, like, all right, sports media, I think, especially Barstool Sports, right, there's a shitload of people now that want to get in on the action on sports media. Obviously, Portman has done a good job of making that look like an incredibly attractive place to work yeah. and, and produce content. And But I still think there's a huge population that, looks up to the Mike Lynches of the world and wants to be the sports anchor on channel seven and local here or Nesson or whatever like if you're trying to cut your teeth in that business what, what like what are you telling people? I, at this point or how do
1: you tell I I would tell them to start writing. That's I think what you would do. What I would do is start writing. Join a blog. There's a ton of places you can write for free. Right. You can be a writer, you can be yeah. a contributor, start writing, join the college paper, whatever. Try to get a job at a local website, a small website, a small local newspaper. Then maybe you get a job at masslive.com, yeah. a little bit bigger thing yeah. that has, you know, you can cover the Patriots. Then yeah. the, the guy from Mass Live might get a shot on the local news. Hey, come in and tell you cover the Patriots. Come in, we'll use you as a guest on a segment to talk about the Patriots. Then you work on your TV game and you become a personality. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden you're a personality and you can parlay that into TV because what the way I did it doesn't work anymore. The way I did it going to the South and working on your anchoring and your writing, it's not the way it works anymore. You need a brand. Yeah, you need to be, I think, I think you need to be a personality mm-hmm. because there's so much content out there. There's so many things. It's not just at 11 o'clock. I mean, look, if Mookie, if I'm a sports fan, right, and Mookie Betts hits a home run, if I'm on Twitter and I see, oh, Bookie Best, two-run home run, gives the Red Sox the lead, what a bomb off the skyscraper. In 10 minutes, five minutes, I can literally roll over naked in my bed. And on Twitter, there's a whole run. Somebody I mean, have right, video right, of it and there it is. Right. I don't need You're not you're not that's not a competitive advantage yeah, content. I don't need to go down for the eleven o'clock news at eleven twenty three. I don't need that. I it's on twitter. So because of that, because of Netflix and Apple TV and Amazon and this and that movies, whatever, the hundred thousand channels that are out there, you need to be entertaining. That's what I think all the time you can't just be a prompter reader and oh, just re- right. recite the news right not good enough now in 1994 it was good enough so do you think sports centers fuck? if they don't get talented people they're fucked. Yeah. they need talent they can't just get people because whatever Never. they've got a connection no, no. or they need talent that that makes you want to watch them Stephen a smith Think what you want about him, but he's captivating. He says interesting things. Right, right. He's a personality. People you, follow. You him. want to see what he has to say. You, if you're just a guy that reads the prompter and gives the scores and gives this, and people already know, or they don't. There's a million other options. Right. You don't need to. So, so how do
0: you? So how do you? Right? Like I think one of the things that I would be terrified of your world then is like I need to unwind and like unplug. Right? Like yeah. I sleep with my phone downstairs. You put the a limit place. on the, the apps. I have the yeah. limit on the apps. Yeah, yeah we yeah. talked yeah. about that. Right? Yeah. Like, i like I like I gotta fucking disengage. I gotta go every couple months to the woods and just be like hanging with my family. Yeah, just like nothing around. You have to. You, I, I, you don't have to. I'm guessing you consume content all the yeah, time. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough it's really that's real. also how you're learning. Yeah, about what the your competitors are doing. Right, no, no. no. I so, that, so I that's bad. a little easier for
1: me because if something okay. happens okay. and I don't
0: have my phone, all right. When I get, to, like, ideally, you're the
1: personality who's going to give your take on what. Correct. Happens. Ideally, if I'm good enough yeah. and if I get to a high enough platform. People will wait to hear. They'll you talk. wait to hear what I have to say. Exactly like right. It. That's exactly I like right. It. I like it. That's what you're going okay. for. Okay. So it's not as dire as like, oh shit, I was having sex and <laughs> I didn't know. And do
0: Jason Tatum got traded and I missed it. So like, can you imagine? Can you imagine Adam Scheffner's job? No, no. I wouldn't want that job. Yeah, he's got eight cell phones. He's
1: got eight cell. He's just going to be on call all day every although, day.
0: although there's a part of me. As a salesperson, or as a person who grew up in the sales side of a business, that's jealous, not jealous, not jealous, enamored by his ability to build relationships with that many people. You're right. At that high of a level where he is finding out the news. Like the NFL, like, so I'm not, I, I, I'm i a weirdo in the terms of like, I'm not the biggest NFL fan. Like, I'll watch the past, it's cool, but like, sure. I, like, I, like you know, I say it to my dad all the time, Tom Brady doesn't watch me close the fourth quarter out at, here at Davis, right? So, right. like, I'm, fucking, I'm not going to lose sleep over it. Right. Like, and so, like, 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 I could not imagine... Like, the NFL people take it so seriously. So yeah. they're guarding those relationships. Like, the effort he must have ex- just used to get that is insane
1: to me. So I have a theory. There's a guy who's amazing mom. Joel Bucksbaum. No. Okay. I don't think so. Maybe. But I don't think... He was, he was Mel Kuyper Jr. I don't know how familiar you are with the NFL draft. But I know Mel Kuyper so, Jr. Then, then it was
0: Todd McShay. Todd McShay. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. he was that guy yeah, yeah, no, before, be
1: dangerous. before like Todd McShay was Todd McShay. Okay. And he ended up passing away a long time ago, and Bill Belichick went to his funeral. But I remember reading an article about how he and Belichick sort of exchanged information, and that was part of Bill's intel, into what he was doing with the Patriots in the early 2000s, so the guy added
0: value to Bill, right. Which is why Bill liked him. That's why so I you think, think Scheffner is adding value. So it's so probably I'm not I'm Bill
1: directly, but I think somebody from Bill, yeah, his like I think somebody feeds Scheffner information because they get information back, and it's sort of a partnership. Dude, you're he probably You're, you're
0: making you you are closing the loop for me. It's just a the theory in my sales point of like when I'm talking and training salespeople, and it's like whatever you're selling, you have to get the person to buy, right? Mm-hmm. Like at the end of the day. Uh, every salesperson is just calling to take. It's like, what the fuck are you giving? Like you have to give something in Sorry. order to receive. And right. I think it's actually a theme we've got going on here. Just like, what are you giving? And I bet you, it's exactly deposits. How deposits. It. What are you depositing? Oh, you know, you got to make deposits before you can take from the ATM. Which is, isn't that kind of how you are doing your deposits? In, That's what morning? I hope every, every day. Every I do that right? A little bit, and it's a deposit either yourself getting better or someone figuring. Dude, when, I, when I when I, when I was trying to get my first job. I took a trip. I drove in the car from Midfield,
1: Mass, to Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, and then back up. I met with four stations: two in Virginia, one in Myrtle Beach, one in Maryland. Yeah. And it got me no job. It didn't get me a job. Yeah. But I felt like the the hustle yeah. was appreciated by the the, the brats, karma, whatever. The brats, yeah. yeah. Like and it worked. It eventually got me a job because I thought that was a good way for me to. Do whatever Move was to necessary yeah. to get
0: my first job. I get So that, that. was, you know, I get just that. the hustle. Uh, I you know. hope the hustle pays off. I get it. Um, as a wrap, I've never been ready more than an hour. It's oh, sorry. It's thrilling. No, sorry. I mean, you and I talking in a room yelling, it's, it's <laughs> thrilling. You're both really loud. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sorry. The one, no, don't apologize. This is, this is thrilling. What... Any last words? Because my thought process, I'd love to have you back on in the coming yeah, whatever you want. months or years just to get an update on the Mark Dendero story. Because I think the cool thing about the podcast is documenting people's journey. Because, like, it's not linear. Life kicks so, you in So the, the one thing
1: I would have done, I guess, well, first of all, let me say this. I have no regrets. Because the Belichick questions that you talked about at yeah. the beginning of this podcast, I asked them a lot of questions. Yeah. We had a lot of fun. Google it. Uh, yeah, they're online. Everything's online. Um, I wouldn't. Despite the fact that I think I got ridiculed because it was different and it was something that nobody's seen before, right. I wouldn't change a damn thing. Yeah. That is what I thought about when I was ch- when I was jogging around the track in Columbus, Mississippi. Excuse me. How was I going to handle when I got a job up here? What was my game plan? Mm-hmm. I executed it perfectly. Mm-hmm. I asked Belichick. I, here's what I'm most proud of. Every day in that job, when I was doing the TV stuff and even yeah. in the radio stuff going forward, I attacked. I did not play scared. I attacked. Yeah. I attacked. I went after it. Right. I played offense, right. and I was never, a, you know, I never left. I left everything out there. I left it all on the field, like all the cliches. Yeah, that is what I'm most proud of. What? I thought you were a quote guy. I guess. Uh, yeah, I guess you're right. You're <laughs> <just talking laughs> with that. No, but uh, I, I did, and I, that's what I'm most proud of. Because I, I, that's my biggest regret, honestly. When I go back to like Severian, what we're talking about, I. I did, what I was doing back then, before I figured it out, was... Playing safe. Well, not playing safe, but like, let's just get this homework done so I can go play with Dougie, or I can go play video games. Yeah. And like, I would get B minuses. Like, what's right. that second honor? Like, yeah. if I had the focus that I have now with my career, yeah. I would have been, I would have done much better right. academically. You're I would have gone to a better school, not Harvard, but like, I would have gone to a better school. Bryant was a great school, but Good I br- could have gotten to a, maybe a better situation. And I would have been more focused. Even even at Brian, I just thought like, hey,
0: you get good grades. But I think you, that's so hard to beat yourself over that. No, game. you're right. You would you're have right. ever, you would have, even for you to say that, you would have had to experience the lack of focus.
1: You're right. You're right. right, it, right like, beating know. yourself up isn't worth it. Yeah, we had a
0: lot of fun when we were
1: there, so it's like I'm not going <laughs> to regret having fun. You and, were a f- right. 14 to 18 year old man. Yeah, exactly. So 18 we had a side of walking. <laughs> but if I had, I would have, I would have been a little bit more focused. I could have done more. That is a, a big regret I have. If I could have been more focused on some of the tests and studying. Mean, we'll imagine it. how unfocused you would have been if there were girls. At school. Oh man. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what that would have been. Well, I guess you had a girlfriend. Yeah, but I don't know. Because in college, in the... we broke up, and it was just... Yeah. But you know what I'm saying? I regret could, it.
0: It could have even been
1: harder. See, but here's the other thing about the career, too. Like, just because you brought up the girl. I, and this has maybe held me back a little, but that's okay. I never wanted to be somebody that was married to the career.
0: Like, yeah, I wanted like, to marry yeah, the girl yeah, of my dreams. Yeah. I wanted to have a family, but like... That was priority right. one. Right. Which is very severe. Correct. The, I did it not... Because the like, there were people
1: that... Are married to the career and that helps and you them met make it. along the way oh yeah, right? and it helps because you'll just do anything and everything and I get it but then you're right. 39 and you're not married and that's cool like yeah. if you do if you wanted, but I wanted to get married to this girl who I was madly in love with right. and now ended. so that worked out for me right um, and I'll deal
0: with the career um, whatever you want to call out well, I think the things that you could you can't do or that are harder to do when you're 30 and 40 is in your 20s you can move down south you right. can work fucking seventy hours. Right, that's and why then, I did that when I was And I'm All closer. you have to do is tell your spouse, like, "Look, I'm gonna grind right now, yeah. so that like I can go to Timmy's soccer practice when we do have kids." Like, and I think that's that's the suit. Right. A super right. So, so yeah, I'm with you on that. I would have definitely twenties The only advice I have for people is in their twenties, work your balls off. Work your balls off. Like, there's, that's the time. there's just no like, It's the greatest time to work because i have already started to see how time gets sucked up. Yep. And then the people you talk to that are around the business that are wiser than you, you know, it only gets harder. You, know, you get more draws on you, right? right? So, so that, you great advice, um, and I have no regret, I, I worked my
1: balls off, I, I took every chance, took every risk, calculated risk, but I took them. I wasn't I afraid, I didn't play scared, I went after it, I went hard, and I, you know, it hasn't worked out the way I'd hoped to this point. Yet. Yet, but I'm continuing to grind. And I'll keep doing it. I love it. And we'll see what happens. But uh, it's people like you that
0: keep me going. The support you give me. I love it. So thanks well, for Well, hey, having. to that, Mark and Darryl, thank you for coming on Beers and Careers. And Pleasure. We'll catch you soon. Excellent. Thanks for having me.